hey, hey, I am super happy that you're here today because the topic today sits super close in my heart, like down in my soul of souls. And I think it is so important. And I feel like it is like so forgotten. So in working with clients, often I review check-in forms and I see how they're doing, what, you know, on their thoughts, what their food looks like, what their exercise looks like, how they're progressing. And I often read forms where I can tell they're focusing on the wrong thing. And when I see clients continue to focus on the wrong thing, their progress falters, stutters, and eventually I stop hearing from them. And the sad thing is a lot of these clients are killing it. They're doing a fantastic job but they're still focusing on the wrong thing. So I did a post about this probably a month ago, but I'm going to give some quick tips on what to focus on if you truly want to have success in your fitness and health journey. And today our podcast is sponsored by HydroJug. You guys know I am a massive fan of water. It is huge in your fitness and health game. I love the HydroJug because it's a half gallon. And so when we went on vacation, we're gone for like three weeks in a row. It was so nice to just fill it up, put ice in it, put some flavored water in it, have a straw and bring it on our trip with us. And it like lasted for like most of the day instead of bringing like 27 water bottles for everyone. We just all shared this bottle. We filled it up again and it was so easy to bring along and it has a nice covering case, which helps keep it cold. And I could loop it over my shoulder. So it was perfect. We live by hydro jug water bottles. We love them over here. So if you want to get one, the code is SIMPLE10. Again, it's S-I-M-P-L-E-10. And that is for a hydro jug. I love them, and I know you'll love them too. My name's Andrea Allen, and I am a mother of four girls under seven, a wifey to a mountain man, a personal trainer, and a nutrition coach. I love all things women's health and fitness. But let's face it, the fitness industry is complicated, and it's not built for the everyday mom. There's so much conflicting information and you're busy and you don't have time to figure it out. I hate feeling confused and overwhelmed. So I have made it my mission to simplify health and fitness while creating a welcoming, realistic, and empowering home for like-minded women. I'm happy you're here and I hope you stay a while. So when I say focusing on the wrong thing, what I am typically talking about is someone is focusing on the scale and a certain number that they think they should be. Now, what's ironic about this is you're thinking you should be this weight because maybe you weighed this when you were 17 or 20, and you actually don't know the density of muscle versus bone versus body weight and all these things, but we have this idea of a weight you know, in parentheses, that we should be. Something else where people are focusing on the wrong thing is we focus on every mistake and misstep and thing that we cannot do perfectly. This always makes someone falter, stutter, and eventually they give up on their fitness journey. So I want to give you some ideas that are going to empower you, are going to make you feel like you're doing a great job, and are going to make you feel excited to keep going. And I promise if you focus on this list, I thought a lot about this list, and if you focus on the list, everything will fall into place the way it should 
naturally. You won't have to force it because you have your mind in the right place. So I hope that it is helpful for you. I am going to add a screenshot and put it in my stories. So please feel free to click on that link. I will save it in a highlight bubble so you can see it and you can save it on your phone. And anytime you start to get discouraged, I want you to look back at this list. The first thing to focus on is increasing your weights and weights in general. So I know I've talked about this a bunch of times in different podcasts, but weights are super important. They are really going to get you towards your goals. Whether your goal is to build muscle or lose fat, weight is going to be effective for you. Lifting weights builds muscle. The more muscle you have, the harder your metabolism has to work 24-7 to maintain that muscle. If I lift up an arm that has muscle in it, it is more calories burned for me to do that than for someone who doesn't have any muscle in their arm. This means that you burn more calories all day long when you have more muscle. I know and I've said it a million times, sometimes women fear muscle. They imagine the Hulk. And that's not going to happen. It's just not in our genetic makeup unless you are taking some intense supplements. But if you are just lifting weights in a normal fashion, shooting for anywhere from 8 to 15, depending on what's going on, 10 to 12, anywhere in that range, you're going to build some nice, lean, beautiful muscle. And you can even go a lot heavier than that. I'm totally cool if you go into max strength and lift way, way more. But you are going to want to focus on weights because the truth is the more muscle you have, the more calories you burn, the stronger you feel. It's empowering feeling strong. I remember when I was pregnant and I exercised all through my pregnancy, safely obviously, and I was at an event and there were some boxes and stuff and you know, someone offered to help me carry them. And I, and it was a very nice offer, but I was like, no, I'm good. And I love that I could just bend over and use my leg muscles and my glute muscles and pick up those boxes. Like it was nothing because of muscle. It was empowering to me to carry my kids, to carry everything. I remember one time I had a client write me and say, I tugged an entire, you know, bin like a wagon across the beach with all my kids. Because I'm lifting more weights, it was like a no problem for me. And that made her feel powerful. So weights help you feel strong. And anytime that we improve our abilities, we are going to feel more equipped to Um, not give up because we're going to feel like we're seeing improvement and weights help you do that. And the last thing about weights and muscle besides, you know, burning more calories and making you feel stronger is the scale doesn't show muscle gain and fat loss. So often people on the scale won't see a change in weight, but their measurements will shrink. I also added in the link in, you know, this podcast episode, one to a client who literally looks drastically different. She went down a couple pant sizes and she gained two pounds, but she was focusing on her weights and not the scale. So it's really important that you do that, that you focus on increasing your weights because the more muscle, the more calories burned, the more, you know, you feel strong and empowered and the scale will never show that. And you can easily lose a lot of inches without your weight ever changing or changing very minimally. The next thing to focus on is plenty of protein. Again, a lot of the stuff I've talked about in the past in other episodes, I'm going to kind of brush over today, but I'm going to kind of put it all together in one collective spot so it makes sense of what to focus on. But protein is huge. 
Protein is what rebuilds muscle that you've broken down in your workout. So every time that you lift weights, you run, you cycle, you do hit, whatever you're doing, you're breaking down muscle. And that's totally normal. That's all part of the process. But the problem is we want to rebuild that muscle. We want to repair it because A, it takes calories to rebuild the muscle. So we burn more calories and B, we rebuild it stronger, firmer, tighter. I know everyone's like, I want to look toned. It really just means I want muscle. So every time we rebuild it, the muscle is firmer and stronger and looks better. So we're building muscle. Protein is a major key to your ability to build muscle. So if you want your body composition to change, that is the amount of fat you have in your body compared to the amount of muscle you have, then you need protein because trying to change your body composition, like make yourself look better without protein is honestly just like trying to build a house without any building tools. Like you have to have tools to build that house. If you want to change your body composition, you are going to need protein. Now, even if your goal isn't to build muscle, if you're trying to lose fat, it's really important that we maintain the muscle that you already have. So protein is helpful for that as well, because oftentimes when someone goes into a cut in their diet, they're going to reduce their calorie intake. And sometimes the body will break down muscle to use for energy as there's not as much food there, you know, in the system. And then it slows their metabolism down. And we do not want to slow the metabolism down at all costs. No matter what, that is not the game plan because we want to be able to have a healthy, thriving metabolism. So even if your goal is fat loss, having a decent amount of protein is effective because we want to protect the muscle that you do have so it is not broken down and we are purposefully fueling it and then your body does a better job of only breaking down you know, glycogen stores and not getting into that muscle and it helps protect our metabolism from not lowering as we are in a cut or a fat loss phase. So whether you are trying to build muscle or you were trying to lose fat, plenty of protein is going to help you in your fitness journey. Remember, you cannot build a house without tools and it is the same for your body. You cannot see changes in your body without protein. You need that tool. My third thing I want you to focus on, which obviously goes along a little bit with protein, but more so with food in general, is that no matter what you're doing, I want you focusing on fueling your body over starving your body. So oftentimes, even if someone's in a cut, they think, how can I eat less food? If they're trying to you know, get lean or show muscle, they think I must need to eat less food. And over time, as we eat less food, it becomes less and less and less and it backfires. As I talked about in the when the calorie deficit backfires episode, as I talked about in the reverse dieting episode, and even in the protein for fat loss and gaining muscle episode. And if you want to listen to all of those, honestly, you should go back and listen to all the old ones because <laughs> I cover a lot of information in the podcast and they're all going to be helpful and they're all short listens. So go back and listen to any of those old ones there. All of those episodes are in the early teens for the episodes because they're all um, have a number next to the episode. But no matter what your goal is, you should focus on treating your body well. And we treat our body well by fueling it and by fueling a workout and by giving it what it needs. So how we do this is by using correct macro percents for any of our goals. Now, whether your goal is fat loss, building muscle, or endurance training, if you are running a marathon and you are trying to get faster, it's not going to be effective if you're not 
fueling properly with the right foods. And that is not going to be effective for any type of endurance activity, whether you're cycling or rowing or whatever it is. So no matter what your goal is, you need to make sure you are fueling the activity along with your basal metabolic rate. I have heard people say, well, you just eat way less than you consume, which makes sense. But if you're exercising as well, I need your mind to say, oh, I'm trying to fuel this workout instead of I'm doing this workout so I can eat as little as possible and then maybe I'll hit my goals. If you literally tweak your mind to say, oh, I just had a killer workout and now I want to rebuild my muscles so I'm going to eat this right now, it turns into a positive experience. So that's really, really important. I don't want you starving over time because as I've said before, that always backfires long term. It always comes back to bite you in the butt. I promise because your body will start hoarding weight to use as energy down the road if you do not fuel it correctly when you are doing certain activities. So just be aware of that. I've seen it happen with clients over and over and over again, and I have to reverse diet them because they've slowed the metabolism down and their body starts to hoard the weight, which is explained you know, in reverse dieting. My next tip for something to focus on to truly have success in your fitness journey is non-scale victories. I know you hear this over and over again, and people say, yeah, 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 it seems fluffy, but this is actually what makes you feel powerful. Like the example I gave to you of the woman who toted a giant wagon with all her kids and all her stuff across the beach like a champion and was like, it was a no-brainer, I could do it by myself, that's empowering. Anytime that we focus on our abilities, it is going to be empowering and it creates momentum. That is what keeps us going, is our ability to see changes in ourselves and what we can do. It's really, really important. I know they're underrated. I know we want the scale to do something, but I promise you're going to get closer to your results of, you know, wanting your inches to go down or whatever else if you focus on your non-scale victories. Second, I wouldn't even focus on the scale at all. If you let the scale affect your mood, if when you get on the scale, if it changes your mood, you need to toss that scale. It does not belong in your life. Put that baby in a dark corner in your garage or throw it out because it is not helping you. It is making you focus on the wrong things. So you can have progress. I don't doubt that you can have inches and never even step on a scale, but you can see some reduction in inches and you will have much better success. And even inches or non-scale victories, like things that we're able to do are going to be more beneficial. Along with these non-scale victories is they create they help us create small goals. So maybe a non-scale victory is having 100 ounces of water every day or having so many vegetables a day or maybe four workouts a week, whatever they are, when we hit these small goals, these non-scale things that are wins for us, they add up. They all combine and they make a big change all together. And when we focus on those tiny little steps, it's how we climb the mountain. It's really important. So I want you to make these non-scale victories and focus on them. They can be as tiny as you want. And those small goals are totally going to add up. And I want you to make some at least every week, at least one or two every week of things that you can monitor and be aware of that have nothing to do with the scale. The next tip that I want you to do, and this is a majorly important one, and it is, oh man, it's so important, is you have got to stop comparing. I do not want you to focus on comparing to others. In no 
shape or form or any way, does looking around at others help you move faster towards your goal? It just slows you down. It does not help you. Honestly, when people look around, it does three things for you. Either A, it makes you feel discouraged because Gina down the street is doing whatever she's doing and she's losing weight faster. B, it makes you have a false sense of security because now Gina down the street is gaining weight and you're like, oh, Gina stinks to be you. And then you're like, I'm doing so good. And then you kind of fall off thinking like, I have more freedom. doesn't really matter. I have like, I'm doing a good job. And it creates this false sense of security where you stop doing the things that matter to you. Like, oh, it doesn't matter if I do a workout today. I'm doing great. Or it doesn't matter if I, you know, stop trying to eat as much protein. I'm doing awesome. So that ends up backfiring. And three, it can create some unrealistic expectations. We have got to remember that we are not all built the same. It makes zero sense to compare to a complete stranger online or down the street or wherever at the park when we know nothing about them. We don't know their genetics. We don't know their eating experience. We don't know if they're even doing it healthily. Like I have seen so many women even online where they tout, you know, fitness. And then I have, you know, met them or heard a backstory or whatever, where I'm like, oh, oh, that's really sad because they're actually not healthy. And it's, it's really sad. And we see just photos or images or ideas and we think, oh, that's normal. That's normal. I should look like that. No, you should look like yourself is who you should look like. You do not need to look around. So it doesn't matter if you are, you know, looking around and it's causing unrealistic expectations or discouragement or false sense of security. None of them are going to help you be a winner. None of them are going to help you feel good long term. And none of them are going to help you have success with your goals long term. It is so important. Sometimes I will be working with clients and they are doing a fantastic job. And then I'll get a check in form that they went to eat with their friend and their friend is doing such and such and their friend is having such and such success. And instantly everything they're doing and all the things that they are seeing, the change and feeling and everything means nothing. They lose the point of it. And I have to remind them, uh, do you remember your last check-in? You're killing it. So stop being cray-cray. So it's really important that we don't compare. We don't look around. We just run our own journey. We do our own thing because there is no winning in comparing to others. It does not help us towards our goals. And my last tip to help you really move towards your fitness goals and have more success, and this is honestly probably the most important one because this affects everything. And this is like an underlying, you know, factor of I feel like what I teach and what I believe and even what this podcast is about is shifting your mindset. You have got to learn to be positive. You have got to learn to see your wins. You have got to learn to Fight for yourself and stop discouraging yourself. Stop telling yourself you can't do something. I remember I had a coach one time in high school and I was, you know, struggling. I played sports all through high school and I was struggling with something. And he said, if you think you can't or you think you can, you're right. And that is 100% true. If you are always telling yourself, I can't lose weight, I can't lose weight, I can't be healthy, I can't work out regularly, I can't this. You are 100% right. That is exactly what's going to happen because your mind is powerful. It is the most powerful thing in your body and it is going to control everything that happens. So if you're telling yourself that, you are already setting yourself up for failure. 
If you were telling yourself, I can do this, I'm strong, no big deal, you know, shake off mistakes, move on, stay positive, you're going to have success. If you say, I can do this, I can do this, and just step over the hurdles, you are going to win. You are going to move closer to any goals you have. Obviously, we're talking about fitness goals, but this is true for finances, for relationships, for mental health, for anything, anything that we tell ourselves over and over again is going to come to pass. So be smart and make sure you are telling yourself the right things. You have got to stop beating yourself up for every mistake and every failure because that's normal. Sometimes it happens. It always surprises me when someone says, I had a bad week or I had a bad day. I'm just never going to see changes. I had a client just yesterday say, I um, didn't hit my numbers. Is this going to ruin everything? And she, I could tell she was discouraged. And that's often where people give up. Maybe they have a bad weekend. And I responded and I said, if you forget to brush your teeth for two days, are you going to stop brushing your teeth because you automatically have a cavity because you didn't do well brushing your teeth for two days? No, you know, like no big deal. Get back on the wagon, brush your teeth every day. You're not going to have a cavity. (laughs) And it's the same thing with fitness and health. Like making a few mistakes, forgetting to do something is not going to bring you a cavity. Forgetting to not brush your teeth is not going to make you have cavities after a couple days. Consistently making an effort to do it is going to prevent the cavities and prevent you from having issues. And it is the same thing with fitness. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to like literally get everything to a T. But if you are consistently making an effort, even if you mess up here a day, there a day, don't do things quite right, it's okay because you're moving in the right direction and you're going to avoid cavities and get you towards that goal. I hope that comparison made sense, but it's just really important that sometimes we think things are so extreme with fitness and health and it's not. It's about consistently moving in the right direction. And along with that, honestly, Your mind, like I said, if it believes you can or can't, you need to make sure that it is on the right side of your goal. Because literally, no matter what you're working towards, if your mind is not on your team, it can literally be the worst enemy for your goal. So you need to make sure that your mind is cheering for the right team. It is on the right side. It is making you want to move forward. It is not telling you you can't. And I know that is a hard mental shift for people, but I'm going to encourage you, put a note on your mirror, put a note on your fridge. Sometimes when I notice that I start getting really discouraged or negative, I will literally say out loud things that I do well. I know for some people, they might be like, that sounds crazy. You have lost your mind. It works. It works. And my husband even teased me about it, but I don't even care because it works. Sometimes when I'm having a hard time with something, I will say out loud over and over again, affirmations are real. They work. I will say, I can do this. Whatever the thing is, I'm good at this. I'm actually excellent at this. I, you know, and I'll point out some of the great things I am doing right. So maybe if we're talking about a fitness journey and you, you know, messed up your food intake and just ate cookies for four days, no big deal. Say, I am excellent at refocusing and getting on track and getting out a workout. I can get a workout in every single, you know, weekday this week. I'm excellent at working out three days a week. I am excellent at drinking water. I am excellent at dusting myself off and getting up and keep going. Simple things like that where you're just saying them out loud and you're focusing on what you can do and what you're good at is going to take the things that maybe you've made a mistake or you regret and just move them to the back burner. It's going to make the atmosphere more positive. So if you can shift your mindset, 
It's going to be everything. And I'm going to highly suggest affirmations to do that. And when you catch yourself in a negative mindset, you instantly need to flip it and think about something that you can do that is going to empower you or something that you've experienced in your journey that has made you feel good. Even if you're clinging to one simple thing, like maybe everything is not working out, but you're like, I learned to do a push-up. Say to yourself a hundred times, I'm so cool. I learned to do a push-up. I can do a true push-up. I don't care what the thing is. I want you to tell yourself that you're awesome. I honestly believe, like I said in the beginning, full-heartedly that if you can focus on these things, everything will fall into place. It doesn't matter what your goal is. It will fall into place. You will have success. When we start you know, nitpicking ourselves and nitpicking the scale and nitpicking what we can and can't do, that is where the plan falls apart and where we fall apart and then we fail like failures. So stay positive, focus on this list, and I don't doubt that you will move every day closer and closer to your fitness and health goals. I hope this podcast was helpful. As always, please leave a review. I love to hear from you. It actually is really helpful in helping the podcast grow and helping making things more effective. So please leave a review wherever you listen to the podcast and make sure that you are subscribed so that you do not miss any episodes. And as always, also please share on your social media. It also does help me know that it was helpful for you and what episodes are effective. All right, until next time.